This episode of Loki Cast is brought to you by Umeria. Umeria are a progressive metal band with members from both the US and the UK. We here at Loki Cast are huge fans of theirs, and we think that you will be too. Head on over to umeria.com slash merch where you can score your very own Umeria album, and be sure to grab one of those awesome t-shirts there while you're at it. Once again, that site is umeria.com slash merch. That's E-U-M-E-R-I-A dot com slash M-E-R-C-H. Check these guys out. episode here but uh we were going to have a special guest my younger brother steven uh but he flaked out as usual um he works a lot so i don't really hold it against him much but uh i really wanted him to be on this show i thought it would be really 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 funny well i knew it would be really fucking funny because uh you can't be around this guy and not laugh that's how funny this dude is so maybe we'll have him on a later show uh, anyway, this may be a slightly shorter show today because I feel like absolute hammered dog shit. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting sick. I'm feeling that sickness kind of thing in the back of my throat. You know, when you get, when you start to get sick and you cough, you feel that, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a, like a metallic taste in the back of your throat. I don't know. I don't want to talk about my throat. That's kind of gross. Anyway. So, uh, we do have a little bit for you guys today. Some of it may be kind of off-kilter, um, because, uh, I'll let you in on a little secret. Uh, for the last nine and a half episodes, um, I would actually read from a script that I'd written previously, you know, the day before or a couple of days before, um, I would write a script and read off of it. That's why all the dialogue kind of sounded forced, But, uh, no longer. Today, I've just written, written uh, an outline, which I'm gonna wing it off of. So, this show may absolutely fucking suck. But if it does, um, let us know. We'll go back to reading the script. <laughs> See, that's why I want Steven on here, because we can play off each other. I can just say, hey, what do you think about this? And he'll launch into a two-hour fart joke. So... <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, let's try this out, uh, but first, uh, let's get the business shit out of the way, as always. Um, if you have a funny, um, bit or a, uh, suggestion for the show, or if you just want us to shout you out, drop us a line to lokiisagodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is L-O-K-I-I-S-A-G-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. You've heard it all before. And seriously, guys, email me. 
I've gotten like very few emails from, you know, uh, except from a friend or two. Yeah, I know there's more listeners out there. I've checked the stats. We've got listeners in Brazil, Canada, Malaysia, Italy. Uh, I mean, come on, you guys are listening. All right? Send me an email. I know you guys have funny shit that goes on in your countries. I mean, I understand the United States is really fucked and we've got far more crazier people over here, but I'm sure there's crazy fuckers over there. Anything that you find on the internet, okay? Whether it be uh, a guy breaks into a liquor, liquor store and shoves a wine bottle up his ass, send me that. I'll put that on the fucking show. It's funny. Anyway. So yeah, send in your submissions, we'll be happy to read them, we will shout you out if you leave your name, uh, and, you know, where you're from or whatever, we will shout you out, I will say your name on air, you will be famous for, you know, five and a half seconds, anyway, <laughs> um, also check out our sponsor, man, Umeria, progressive metal band Umeria, these guys are awesome, uh, the lead singer Johnny Tatum has a voice like, like, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. I'll, I'll take something from Step Brothers here. He has a voice, you know, between Fergie and Jesus. This guy's got a voice like an angel. You know, like you read about. No, um, the best way I could describe these guys, they're uh, like the, uh, the 80s hair metal bands, except a lot harder. Like, picture today's metal with the uh, lead singer from uh, Iron Maiden singing for him. That's what these guys are. It's absolutely fucking phenomenal. I'm hooked. Uh, they're starting work on their uh, their second album, tentatively titled The Emeria 2. Uh, last album was called uh, Rebel Mind. Absolutely fucking blew me away. I still listen to this daily, especially when I'm working out. That shit pumps me the fuck up. Speaking of working out, their uh, guitarist, Reese Fullwood... This guy's a fucking bear of a man. Like I have him on Facebook, talk to him every once in a while. This dude, if if he wasn't uh, in one of the greatest metal bands like ever, he'd probably be world's strongest man. Like this, these this dude's fucking quads are as big as my head. The guy's fucking huge. Uh, anywho. Uh, so yeah, check out their website, um, umeria.com. Uh, you can pick up uh, their previous album, uh, Rebel Mind. Uh, you can grab a sweet-ass t-shirt. Uh, you can do that at umeria.com slash merch. That's E-U-M-E-R-I-A dot com slash M-E-R-C-H. Pick up the album, pick up a t-shirt, tell them Loki sent you. All right, well. Uh, before we get into Loki cast headlines, I want to tell you guys how uh, excited I am that we are five days away from the Fallout 4 launch. Oh, Jesus. Like, I... Oh, man. I can't even tell you how much this game means to me. Um, I'll share some personal shit with you real quick. Fuck it. We're all friends here, right? Uh, seven years ago... Eight years ago, something like that. Uh, I wasn't in a very good place. Um, I was 21, 22, sleeping on a, uh, a buddy of mine's couch, 
popping pills, painkillers. I was really bad on painkillers, uh, specifically Lortab and uh, Tramadol. Um, that's all I would do, though. I'd pop pills, lay on this dude's couch, which was like this 1970s piss yellow color fucking porn couch. That's what we called it, the porn couch, because it looked like a little 19... It looked like one of those couches you would see in a 70s porn flick, so yeah. Um, so I would lay on this couch, pop pills, play video games all the time. And one of the video games that I played was Fallout 3, the predecessor to Fallout 4. And this game just, it, it'd be, I, I was absorbed in this game. I'd never found another game who held my attention like this. And for those of you that haven't played any of the Fallout uh, entries, Fallout 1 and 2... Fallout Tactics, they came out for the uh, PC, uh, and I think they had a Brotherhood of Steel uh, Fallout for the original Xbox, if I'm not mistaken. Anywho, um, but they were more of a uh, isometric, uh, three-quarters top-down view sort of uh, game. I mean, you did have the fair bit of exploring, uh, Anyway, we'll, we'll jump ahead to Fallout 3 because that's the uh, their, their best game to date, I believe. Um, so it's all in 3D, no you know isometric view. Um, and you take the place of uh, the Vault Dweller. I can't remember which vault it was in Fallout 3. Oh man, this makes me sound shitty. Was it Vault 112? No. Anyway, you were uh, inside this vault. Uh, this was uh, after the war uh, that, you know, fucked up the world, which uh, came about in 2070-something, 2077. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it was a very brief war. Uh but it was an intense war. It was over like that. But it fucked up the entire earth. So anyway, to make a long story short, you come out of the vault. You explore this, you know, huge wasteland, this nuclear wasteland, this post-apocalyptic world. But, you know, it's not the whole world. Uh, Fallout 3 was set uh, in what they called the Capital Wasteland because it was the area in and around Washington, D.C., uh, Fallout 4 is based in the area in and around Boston, Massachusetts, which is going to be fucking amazing. So anyway, um, the game just, it, it caught me because uh, it was a vast world to explore. You never knew what was going to be around the next corner. And it was dark and gloomy, and I'm sort of a dark and gloomy guy. I'm shit tons happier when it's storming outside than when it's fucking sun shining, you know? But anyway, enough about all that. Fallout 4 releases November 10th. Uh, check that out. Uh, I'm going to get it today, uh, the digital version of it, so I can go ahead and preload it before uh, November 10th. So November 10th, 12.01, I can just boot up the game and fucking start going to town. Anyway, um... Yeah, uh, what else? Oh, they have a companion app for it. Um, the Fallout P 
Pip-Boy app, I guess it's called, the companion app that connects to the game. And you can even put it inside the little Pip-Boy uh, special edition actual Pip-Boy that you got with the game for like $100. You know, that was the special edition. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm really excited for that. Um, I'm still going to try to do the podcast, but I can't promise anything. <laughs> the game is amazing. I've, I've watched a bunch of spoilers for, well, I wouldn't really call them spoilers because it, it really didn't spoil much of the story. There was one video where the guy ran from one end of the map to the other to sort of try to give it people uh, a sense of how big it is. Uh, because, like I said, the game hasn't released yet, but a lot of people got an advanced copy and they've been uploading stuff and Bethesda's been going fucking nuts about it. But anyway, he ran from one end of the map to the other. Took about 11 minutes so that's around as big as Skyrim was. So yeah. Um, and then there was a 20-minute gameplay video where it cut it cut out in parts, but you know it showed combat and stuff like that and the world before the war. So yeah. All right. Anyway, off all that, let's get into the show. Uh, Loki cast headlines. Alright man, not much in the way of headlines today, um, but uh, we're going to power through it. So, there was a guy uh, and a woman um, who wanted to have a second child. They already had one child, but they wanted to have a second child. They were having trouble conceiving, right? So, they go in for uh, uh, artificial insemination. Uh, intrauterine insemination. That's where they wash and concentrate the man's sperm before inserting it directly into the uterus, right? So they go and do this, right? Uh, and the uh, the child is born, I, I would imagine, um, and they do a paternity test because the child is, you know, um, uh, the child is AB positive, but both parents are A, which, you know, is not impossible, but it is extremely rare. So they do a paternity test and find out that the uh, child's father is not actually his father. And this all sounds like a sordid affair, right? You're thinking, hey, the wife cheated, right? No. Who's actually the father is this guy's unborn twin. How fucked up is that? Yeah, like... He had a twin, um, apparently in his body that never paid it, made it uh, past a few cells in the womb, right? But part of his genome uh, belonged to the twin. So when the child was born, it actually took on um, uh, DNA from the uh, actual father and the unborn twin inside the father. So it was sort of a human chimera. I think that's what the doctor called it. A mix of the father and the unborn twin. So how fucked up is that? A man fails his paternity test because because his unborn twin is the biological father of his son. That's some uh that's some Jerry Springer shit right there. So yeah. Anyway, that's uh that's it for that story. Next I want to talk about something really fucking crazy. Um we're all dying to see Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, right? Well, 
scouring the internet, I have found an absolutely crazy conspiracy theory, uh, which spans about 50 pages, uh, which I've sort of condensed inside my brain, and I'm going to bring to you here, right? So, the gist of it is, Ben Affleck is not Batman, right? How crazy is that? Uh, in the trailer, we see uh, everything trying to, you know, jump out at you and say, hey, Ben Affleck is Batman. We see him, you know, on the phone screaming at somebody while Wayne, you know, Enterprises Tower is falling. Uh, right beside him, we see the Wayne Enterprises logo. They're desperately trying to make you think, hey, look, that's Batman, right? That's Bruce Wayne. But Ben Affleck is not Bruce Wayne. Now, before you go crazy, Ben Affleck is Batman, but he's not Bruce Wayne's Batman. Who is he? Ben Affleck is Deathstroke. How fucked up is that, right? Right? <laughs> Slade Wilson. And he looks a lot more like Slade Wilson. But if you're all saying, well, what the fuck is Deathstroke doing playing Batman? Well, he's actually played Batman, uh, Deathstroke has, actually played Batman in some of the comics. Right? Um, hold on, I had something here that sort of corroborated my story instead of just going, ooh, he played Batman, instead of, you know, giving you guys some... Uh, yeah, yeah, he played Batman in the Outsiders comic books. Check that out. Um, you can look at pictures, you know, up close of him. Look at the size of the ear, the cape falling down on his shoulders, with the fabric nodes accumulating, the shape of the chest. It's all very similar. Um, we can even say that Ben Affleck's Batman is visually inspired by Deathstroke's Batman. Now, why would they be inspired by that? A comic where Bruce Wayne is not Batman? Again, it's because Ben Affleck is not Bruce Wayne. He's Deathstroke, a.k.a. Slade Wilson. Go check out the Outsiders, the, the cover of the Outsiders comic books. It, it shows Deathstroke's Batman. He's got a sword. Um, Affleck's Batman in the trailer looks like he's holding a sword or a spear or something. Um, but yeah, the cover of the Outsiders... Uh, put sort of a question mark to ask whether this is a real Batman and the same thing seen in the trailer right um, Affleck's body in the trailer is in sort of the same sort of um, head down brooding sort of position that Deathstroke always did in the Outsiders comics so why would Deathstroke be Batman in the new Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice right well uh from what I remember of this sort of long-ass conspiracy theory, it's because uh, Bruce Wayne, Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne, uh, has actually left Gotham to uh, go and get uh, this army of metahumans to help fight, get this, Bizarro Superman. Yeah. So what I'm thinking... Uh, in, in the movie, that's not actually, you know, the real Superman. That's Bizarro Superman that we're fighting. And I'm actually kind of backed up by this. If you'll look at some of the Batman v Superman toys, there's one where Superman is standing over what looks like uh, the head of Superman, but it's got the red eyes. That's Bizarro Superman. So, uh, we see Batman, Ben Affleck's Batman, 
and Superman fighting in the trailer, right? What I think that is, though, is he's fighting Bizarro Superman. And uh, then in the trailer, we see uh, Ben Affleck go up on top of the, the roof or whatever and do the little back signal up. Why would he do that? Because he's calling for Christian Bale's Batman to come in with the metahumans and fuck up uh, Bizarro Superman, right? Now, if this all sounds kind of far-fetched, it, you know, it, it probably sort of is. But, you know, there's a lot of things that sort of back it up. Uh, I can't really do it justice. Um, but if you'll look around, you'll find it. Sorry about that. Had a knock at the door there. Um, but, yeah, if you look around... You can, uh, you can find this, uh, I forget which website I got it off of, but uh, look around, you'll find it. It's a very long-winded sort of way of saying that, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne um, is gone from Gotham trying to get, you know, uh, an army of metahumans to fight Bizarro, and that Ben Affleck's Batman is actually Deathstroke, a.k.a. Slade Wilson. So, check that out. It's fucking crazy. Um, let's see. What's next? Uh, yeah, I mean, it does It does seem confusing, though, doesn't it? I mean... It... What you've just said <laughs> is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response... Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on my soul. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's it for uh, Loki cast headlines. I told you it was a not a very big offering today. Like I said, I don't feel very, very good. And I didn't really have much planned. Uh because, like I said, I thought we were going to have Steven on the show, but yeah. Anyway, um, let's move on to the geek news, man. Um, if I can find my geek news, I don't have my geek news loaded up. Are you serious? Motherfucker. See, I told you this was going to be a bad show. Anyway, pretend I played the geek news team. <laughs> um, alright, what's first here? Um, uh... The Germans are about to uh, turn on something they call the Stellarator. Hold on one second here. Um, the Stellarator, yeah. Um, or the uh, W7-X reactor at the Max Planck Institute for Plasma Physics. Um, it's going to be a more advanced take on the fusion uh, technology called the Stellarator. Um most of the fusion reactors built are uh, what's called a tokamak. Um, they're machines that use powerful magnetic fields to generate and contain a pocket of superheated gas or plasma, right? Um, so they're saying this thing um, is going to be... Uh, fuck, I lost my place here. Going to be able to generate an enormous amount of power with uh, as little power put into it as they can it's taken uh them about 19 years and about 1.1 billion dollars to complete it um let's see what else it's 16 meters across contains 50 uh contain what 50 sistone 
56, I guess that's 56 ton magnetic coils. Those are big fucking coils. Anyway, um, they think that when it's uh, switched on, it might be able to run for as long as 30 minutes, which is considerably better than the uh, Tokamak designs, which top out at about 6 minutes uh, and 30 seconds for the French uh, Torre Supra reactor. So yeah, they're going to turn this on, uh, and if it's successful, we'll be able to, to generate, like I said, an enormous amount of power without using much power um, in the interim. So yeah, um, that was a really bad story. <laughs> anyway, here's one that might uh, be a little bit better. Um you guys hear about the uh, Crow reboot they've been talking about for a couple years, right? Oh, don't get me started on this shit. Um, the Crow was one of my favorite movies. Uh, talk to anybody, you know, uh, that knows me. And uh, they'll tell you that when I was a kid, every year I went as uh, as Eric Draven, as the Crow. Uh, that was my shit. That's still one of my favorite movies. Um, so for them to re be rebooting it without... Uh, Brandon Lee is an absolute fucking travesty. Like I'm, I don't even want to see this movie. Like I'm, I'm gonna see it just to see how fucking bad it is. But yeah. So anyway, um, they uh they were talking about uh Corin Hardy directing it. Um, he's still on board as far as I know. Uh. So, uh, yeah, he's still directing it. Um, they did, like, a phone interview with him, some site or something that said he was still directing it. They're supposed to start uh, shooting uh, in March of 2016, from what I understand. Uh, still no word on the cast or anything like that, uh, or even the story, but, uh, I mean, it's a reboot. They should go right along with the... Uh, or at least, you know, try to keep to the original story. Eric Draven, you know, in the flat. Him and his uh, his fiance are killed. He comes back, fucks everybody up, right? I, I just, I don't, I seriously don't see anybody else playing Eric Draven. Like he, let me think here. Who, who, who could pull it off? Who's good enough? I don't know, man. I can't think of anybody. <sighs> Who's got that jaw? Well, a lot of people have that superhero sort of jaw, but I don't know, man. I don't think anybody can play it, pull it off except Brandon Lee, and unfortunately, they fucking killed him. Um. So yeah, man. Moving on. Uh. Anybody else hear about uh the new Star Trek series? Right. They're gonna bring another Star Trek series. I'm slightly excited about this but I'm cautiously skeptical because uh, Alex Kurtzman is working on it and uh, I, I, I don't like that at all because he was the fucker that co-wrote uh, and produced uh, the 2009 Star Trek movie and Star Trek Into Darkness those movies absolutely blew fucking donkey dick I'm not a big fan of Kurtzman or J.J. Abrams, and those were the two people that, in my opinion, ruined Star Trek. We could have had way better movies. Way fucking better movies. Um, but no, they, they, they did the uh, 
the fucking after school special sort of fucking Star Trek where it's just all explosions and I don't know, man. I just, I didn't like it. It wasn't Star Trek. I didn't feel Gene Roddenberry in there. But hopefully, CBS is going to do something about that um, because they said they will be bringing back the spirit. That was their, sort of their quote, uh, that they would be bringing back the spirit of what made Star Trek great. Now, hopefully, if they do this, they're either going to base it uh, in the 2100s, which would be uh, Enterprise era, uh, era, which would be a little before uh, the original series, or they would do it 10 or so years after the events in Star Trek Voyager, which would be the future. Hey, new technology, new ships. Oh, that would be fucking amazing. But I don't think they'll do that, though. Um the biggest thing that pissed me off, though, when they uh, were announcing this, nobody mentioned Ira Stephen Bear, which was one of the best writers for uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. I mean, this guy co-wrote some of the, some of the most gripping episodes for Star Trek The Next Generation and other series uh, that you'll ever see. Go back and watch shit like uh, Tapestries, uh, The Naked Time, that kind of shit. I mean, he's he fucking amazing. But anyway, um, so yeah, we can look forward to that. Uh, they said in uh, January 2017, said the new series will blast off with a special preview broadcast on the CBS television network. The premiere episode and all subsequent first one episodes will then be ex uh, available exclusively in the United States on CBS All Access, the network's digital subscription video on-demand and live streaming service. So they're getting into the sort of the Netflix and chill area. Uh, so yeah. Um, anyway, let's move on. That's uh, the end of Geek News. Let's move on to that wonderful segment, Shit 4chan Says, right? Um, so this one uh, is called the best burrito. <laughs> um, so yeah, the green text starts. Be me. 16. Work shift at Taco Bell supermarket. Which I don't, I don't know why it said that. Taco Bell slash supermarket. Oh, I guess it would be like a gas station with a Taco Bell inside of it. Anyway, uh, get sweet discounts on free food. That makes no sense either. Oh, Sweet discounts or free food. I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm sick, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, just end up eating burritos we have to throw out if they aren't made correctly. Some guy orders the spiciest damn burrito ever. Add some extra hot, sh hot shit for me, kid. Alright. Friend working shift with me makes his burrito and whatnot. Adds too much hot sauce and cheese. About to throw it out. Dude, wait. JPEG. Grab that burrito and keep it. Dude eventually gets his real meal and drives off, and end up eating his uh, spicy aborted burrito. Ten minutes later, it has begun, Todd Giff, cleaning a countertop when my gut begins to just explode immediately. Sphincter muscles at maximum capacity. This fucker wants out now. <laughs> Penguin walked to the bathroom, cleaning in session, sign on the door. Fuck! Burrito ain't having that. 
panicked and start sprint waddling out back while is this watermelon sized diarrhea, diarrhea nuke is peeking out my butt. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, squat behind a lavender plant by the back entrance. Release the Kraken. <laughs> Spews. Spews out of my poop chute with incredible force, spluttering on wall and ground, also my shoes. A solid 20 seconds of pure streaming hot shit escapes my ass, crying like a girl. <laughs> when it's all over, don't even wipe, pull up pants and walk to my car. My friend is looking at me through the drive through window. Leave and never come back. I unleashed Armageddon next to the drive through window. Not sure who had to clean that up, but I never received my pay. And my friend stopped talking to me. But that was the best goddamn burrito I've ever had. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's that's rich. Um, well, unfortunately, though, that'll about do it for the show this week. But before we go, you know we gotta talk about Liam Neeson's cock. <laughs> Spoke on the phone two days ago. I told you I would find you. All right, well, now remember you can get all these and more, as well as add your own at liamneesonscock.tumblr.com. And if you have one, either send it in to them and I'll find it. Or you can send it to our uh, email, lokiisagodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's L-O-K-I-I-S-A-G-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. All right, man, first up. Uh, Liam Neeson's cock is so big, he has to open a condom in the driveway. (laughs) Uh, Liam Neeson's cock is so big that he wears a cut tennis ball on the tip to prevent scuffing on the new wood floors. Um, next, uh, Liam Neeson's cock is so big, this joke will be continued next week. (laughs) Uh, Liam Neeson's cock is so big that when he urinates, he listens to Stairway to Heaven three times while waiting for his string to reach the tip. (laughs) Uh, Liam Neeson's cock is so big, his snow angels look like a battle axe. (laughs) Wow. All right, man, and finally, Liam Neeson's cock is so big that Bill Cosby made it three cappuccinos and sang it lullabies, but it still wouldn't go to sleep. <laughs> oh, all right, man, that'll about do it for the show this week. Uh, sorry it wasn't better, but blame my brother. Um, anyway, get up with us at our email or uh, on our Facebook page, Loki Cast Podcast. Subscribe, tune in next week, and we will see you guys. <laughs> <laughs>